Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. of, well, we don't have a name for this show yet, but we will by the time we upload this. Uh, my name is Tim. I'm Tom. And we're the host of The Complete Guide to Everything, which is this other podcast, mm-hmm. which uh, if you're listening to this, you might know about. Maybe. But uh, this is going to be uh, a different podcast. Yeah, about different things. About pop culture and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Television shows. Music, movies, you ever hear about any of these? I've heard of all these things, Tim. I'm fans of them. So uh, as this is the the first episode, the inaugural episode, I'm adjusting my microphone, which is probably very uh, Uh, You need the mic in a different place for different podcasts, different place for the mic. Yeah. Um, this, uh, might change at some point, but we're going to do what we've got to do here. It's an experiment. Yeah. So, uh, first off... Uh, this episode, we're going to pretty much exclusively be talking about the television show Breaking Bad, yeah. and specifically the finale of Breaking uh-huh. Bad. So, A, if you're not a fan of the show, or B, if, you've seen, if you're not caught up on the show, um, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, Tim, it's a free uh, country. They can listen to it if they want, but listen at your own peril. Depending on where you're listening to this uh, from... It's, no. uh, I mean, if you're in North Korea, don't listen to this. You're breaking the law already. Exactly. You're breaking yeah, they, bad yourself. Yeah. Well, they have very strict... In the strict, eyes of uh, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. They have very strict laws about breaking bad in that country. Oh, they don't like it when anybody breaks bad. No. Not one bit. No, but I was talking about watching the television show. Oh, right. So, Tim, Breaking Bad, 
just ended. Season five ended last weekend. Season five, part two. Yeah. Um, well, you got that money back from iTunes, right? Yeah, they did this thing where, because everybody's splitting these uh, last episodes of, uh, last seasons of TV shows into two parts. So well, it's not just TV. They do it with movies now all the time. Any right. movies based on books. That makes sense because that's any kind of franchise like that, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, people it's this the last invested way to in milk. it. Yeah. The TV and we, shows. And we can film all this together, release one in the summer, one in the winter, uh, the two most popular times for movies, and we got two hits instead and now of one. I, yeah, exactly. Like Twilight. Uh, now Twilight Part 6, Part 2, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's, uh, that's an Oscar film. And, it, and then <laughs> right. it went on to win all those Oscars, remember? Well, Tom? and they do it. I mean, it's really perfect because... The second part comes out usually the week or week after the the part one comes out on uh, like Blu-ray and digital download and everything. Right. So synergy, Tom. Synergy. That's what it's all about. Well, then you can buy one commercial and you can advertise two different things on it. Be like, buy this and go to this. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah. Is what they say. Buy this, jerks. <laughs> we've built and, you. To, we've then, built after you. After you this bought long. that, go to this. Um, it's my understanding that they do that on television shows though uh-huh. so that they can squeeze a couple episodes out like a show like Breaking Bad would have been a 13 episode season right, right? and they got 16 episodes out mm-hmm. of them and also um, they don't have to renegotiate like actor contracts right if they call it the same season well I would imagine not even just that they're calling or it the same season they, they can just say look this is what what we have on the table you right. know, and uh, we're going to negotiate for for this. Well, whatever. Episodes. Everybody went on iTunes, like me, who doesn't have cable mm-hmm. or didn't have cable at the time. Great, great news, Tom. No. I have cable now. Um, and I signed up. I was like, I'll buy season five and, and download them the next yeah. day. And what they were selling was season five, part, part one. one. Mm-hmm. And then it but didn't they even call a, it a season pass. Right. It didn't even occur to me that the season pass, like I did not give them that much credit. Like, Oh, and then in eight months when season five part two comes, I'm sure they'll just send me these episodes as well. Well, the money worked out, right? That that what you paid was like a few dollars less than buying each those, of those Those episodes. initial eight episodes. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. 16 episodes. Right. So basically- so you figured out like, oh yeah. yeah, they're not giving me like a tremendous deal. I think a lot of these people that were outraged were feigning outrage. <laughs> and then it totally worked when we all got an email that said- all right, here's a $22.95 credit. Yeah. I was like, all right, awesome. So anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> nope. Uh, the finale. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a divisive finale, right? Um, people loved the show, Yeah, and then people pretty much loved the finale. You don't hear anybody talking badly about it, except for... Uh, Chris Hardwick, who was talking bad about the whole thing. <laughs> well, that uh, no, I think you under you, you misunderstand. I me. can't believe they gave him a show where he would just he'd come on after Breaking Bad and just talk bad about it. <laughs> no, that that's not on how the it same works. network. Tim, he, who he, are these executives greenlighting this kind of thing? No, he he was actually a huge fan of the show. I think that's that's. So why do you have so many bad things to no, talk about in relation a, to it? It was a it was a pun, but it was a pun based on. Uh, the Talking Dead, which was a similar show he did about The Walking Dead. It's called The Talking Dead because it rhymed. And then Breaking Bad, they were like, ah, we'll just do the same, even though it kind of doesn't verb. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
anyway. just called it Talking Breaking Bad, and it probably would have been less confusing to you, at least. Yeah. Um, I don't think they should have called it anything, because I don't think it should have existed. <laughs> However... Uh, it makes so much sense. That that show costs them $10 to make, and uh, it gets I, better ratings than Tom, 90%. I understand how they maximize corporate profits yeah. by doing that. I just you watch it, didn't you? Uh, I get angry <laughs> five minutes in, when, which is weird because that's essentially what we're doing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Unauthorized, though. Exactly. Once you officially and sanction we're not getting paid for it. Yeah, joke's on you, Hardwick. We're doing this for free. Um, I actually like Chris Hardwick very much. I, uh, I just, you know what the thing is, I just wish they would have waited till it was over to mm-hmm. do the post mortem. You don't need a post mortem on every episode, right? When it's like, oh, what do you think's gonna happen next? So you're I saying don't know, just like a, wait a week, a finale special? Yeah, yeah. Because I saw, I only watched. They put up like make um, it the, the cast of Cheers on Leno. You know, yeah. like make it a, a really long, drunken thing and like just have a good time, man. They well, they did that on Conan, but they did it like three days before it ended. Yeah. Well, because they want to promote it. But mm-hmm. I agree. It would have been more fun. Like, no, do it after when cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, or the cat's in the bag and the bags in the river, mm, as it were. Yeah. Um, the. I, I watch so besides talking bad, they did like a like talking bad overtime kind of thing that they would put on YouTube. I don't. Well, but that's the only thing I saw because I didn't have cable, and I just watched a clip of that because it had uh, R.J. Mitty mm-hmm. and uh, Walter Bet- Junior. Uh, Betsy Brandt. Uh, I think Marie. that's her name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Marie Schrader. Yeah, yeah, Flynn and Marie. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, they like one of the questions to to uh, RJ was, um, what do you think uh, uh, Walt Jr.'s reaction would be if he found out about what's going on with Walt? And And you're asking an actor. Well, and he answers and he's like, well, I think when Walt Jr. If Walt Jr. And like, you can't blame him for that. But it's also like, of course, he's going to find out. And like. You're asking, well, what do you think he's going to be like? He knows what he's going to be like because he did it. Yeah, a <laughs> man wrote it, words for him to say. He did it three months ago and he acted it. Yeah. So, all right. Anyway, th- <laughs> yeah. this is an argument for uh, for uh, in favor of uninformed people like you and I talking about it instead of bothering all these actors yeah. and creators. Um, but we're not really here to talk about that either. We're not here to talk about talking bad. No. We're here to talk about the finale of Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Uh, first off, Tom, did you like it? I did. I liked it a lot. Um, you know, I it was one of those things that, I mean, Breaking Bad is one of those shows where every week you're just thinking about, I mean, that's what made it such a great show. As soon as it ended, your brain for the whole week is like, man, what is going to happen next? And the most amazing thing about the show is very rarely... Did what you think was going to happen next happen next? Right. But it still stayed within. It wasn't like an alien showed up. Like right. it still stayed within uh, reality. Um, for the most part. For the most part. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Things things happened conveniently for certain characters. But like there was Especially never. Especially in one particular episode, Tom. Uh, but we'll, well, we'll get to that. But um, uh I, I try not to think too much about the finale, but I had heard, you know, everybody involved in the show reading up and, and listening to interviews and stuff saying like, 
nope, this finale, like, man, it's going to rewrite how finales are. Uh, um, it's going to tie up all the loose ends. Like, it's not going to be an ambiguous ending. You know, it's not going to be the Sopranos uh, cut to black. Like, nope, this is this has a definitive ending. Which me, I always took as like, well, Walt's going to die somehow. But right. we've already known, like, the cancer's back. So that... You're not going to have in the last episode, oh, the cancer that came back? Yeah, it turned out uh, he beat it again. You knew right. that at least that was going to get him in the end. Sure. Um, but I tried not to get, uh, you know, too worked up about it. Because sure. that's the thing. People, people walk into these things with these crazy expectations and they don't even know what they want to see. Well, the thing is, there was this pool going around, I'm sure you saw. Like, mm-hmm. people were printing off this thing from the internet uh, for, like, office pools and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, who's going to die? And... and if they die, who's going to kill them? It's like, but my thing is, like, it's not the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. It's a story that they're telling. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I don't know if it's, like, I don't I want, I don't want to, like, I don't want to guess it. Yeah. And the whole thing is, like, oh, are you rooting for Walt? Or you, it's, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm watching a story unfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if this were real life, I'd be, like, yeah, I hope this Walt guy goes to jail. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> died because of him, and uh, he's yeah. putting this terrible drug out there. Yeah. But, well, like. Well, a very good drug. Well, very pure. Yeah, but it, it creates more <laughs> addicts, Tom. Yeah. Um, But. Everybody's like, oh, are, are you team Walt? Can we stop being team things from now on? <laughs> Can we just watch something and enjoy? Are you team uh, werewolf or team vampire in the uh, in the Twilight Zone movies? Uh, <laughs> nope, you got it wrong. <laughs> uh, but like, it's like, do we need to be team something? Can't yeah. we just be like, do you think people were watching like, uh, I don't know, were you... Uh, were you, team, were you team Fredo or or uh, in in the Godfather or you know like <laughs> yeah who cares I don't know it's a, it's a, I was watching the way the 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 movie played out you realize by the way and 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 I just I just realized this in you talking about this that I think we're like maybe a year away from uh, fantasy TV uh, seasons like fantasy oh, football I'm sure, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have certain characters from all these shows. Well, especially and... now that shows like anybody could die at any time. Oh, yeah. It's a big thing with TV shows yeah. nowadays. People die. You know, the the bigger the, you don't watch uh, uh, King of uh, Game of Thrones. King of Queens. I do watch <laughs> King of Queens. It's on three times a day on TBS and it's great. Uh, and I'm not going to give anything away on that. But like uh, that's that shows thing that like huge characters and sometimes it's like multiple, like half the cast is just killed off. Sure. Um, so, you know, that's just TV now. Anybody can die. Right. But we're not here to talk about that, Tom. We're here to talk about the Breaking Bad finale. Mm-hmm. Um, you asked me if I liked it. I said yes. Yes. Um, did you like it? I did like it with some reservations. Mm-hmm. And then I read some things online, uh, notably from Norm MacDonald. Mm-hmm. And uh, Emily Nosbaum, what's yeah, her name? Nosbaum yeah. from the New Yorker, mm-hmm. who she's good. She she writes a lot of uh, good uh, TV, TV criticism yeah. for for the New Yorker. And Norm Macdonald, of course, the uh, comedian, funniest man <laughs> on earth, uh-huh. my favorite comedian since I was thirteen years old. Uh-huh. Norm Macdonald, and your favorite uh, uh, professional golf tweeter. 
tweets uh, live tweets professional golf matches. The reason I continue following him on Twitter despite that is because occasionally stuff like this will happen. Yeah. Where he will posit a theory. Actually, this has only happened once. Um, And (laughs) it's this. Uh, He'll posit a theory that it pretty much would erase any reservations I had about that last episode. And I was was watching that last episode of Breaking Bad, and during one of the commercial breaks, I turned to uh, to the people I was watching it with. I was like, does this episode feel weird to you? Like, does it feel like different than a normal episode? They're like, yeah, it's just the finale, man. I was like, I don't know. It just seems weird. And Norm MacDonald's theory is that the first scene, mm-hmm. Walt's in the car, yeah, and it's covered in snow, and he's stealing a car, and he looks in the glove compartment, and he, all he finds is uh, a tape, uh, a, scr- a cassette yeah, tape, and, and a, a screwdriver, and he cannot start the car with the screwdriver, mm-hmm. right? And typical Walt fashion, like his plan is going awry, mm-hmm. right? And normally Walt is really good at like correcting himself through it, right? And being yeah. like, oh, I'm going to have to improvise, but here we yeah, go. MacGyver something. But he prays. Mm-hmm. And as the police go by, because they're going to the bar, presumably, that he was in. Yeah, to look Or for they're him. doing something. There are police out there, and he prays. Mm-hmm. He says, just get me home, and I'll do the rest, right? Mm-hmm. And then right then, he looks under the, uh, the, the visor. sun visor thing. And keys magically fall out of there. Yeah. And then from it there on out, the rest of the episode, everything goes right for Everything Walt. comes up Walt. Which has never happened before in the series, right? It's never been like, Walt's like, I have a plan. And then he just goes and executes it and, and gets what he wants out of it, right? No, I mean, the, the most interesting thing about the show is that... Um, He'll execute plans that are amazing, uh, you know, when when he killed Gus, for example. Sure, but that, that but was like then, his third plan to kill right. Gus. Yeah, exactly. But whenever he does successfully execute a plan, it, it like levels up the problems he has. <laughs> right. That now he is pissed off or is somehow indebted to even more dangerous people. Right. Or something like uh, like the train robbery, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah. the and Landry then... or Todd, as people <laughs> who watch the show like to call him, kills Drew Sharp, the little boy. Yeah, right. And that heightened say like finally something went off without a hitch, but also it didn't even really go off without a hitch mm-hmm. because Bill Burr really had to do a lot of the heavy lifting, right? Because yeah. they were going to get him off yeah, there. Yeah. And like, but even that, it was still like, well, there's just a high tension scene. Like, right. You but know, there it's... was no high tension in this episode, right? Right. Everything. All right. So, well, goes, there was tension when they took the keys from him. Barely. barely. I feel like they you didn't still, even. But I you feel still like they felt like didn't want he could to have dive that. for those keys. Right. I feel like they did not. Like that was put in just because, like, well, something's got to happen You're right. here, right? But even when he's pulling up and the guy's like, park there. Hey, whoa, we'll, whoa, get, to whoa. That. we'll get to that. We'll and get to that. So, like, eh, whatever. So Walt goes. Mm. Um, and and uh, so, oh, hold on. Here's 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 the theory. OK. That Walt is diseased. Mm-hmm. 
and we know this, mm-hmm. and he's actually dying in this car, mm-hmm. and the police are closing in, and this is what his diseased mind, this is what his plan was. This is what he was envisioning. This whole last episode of Breaking Bad never actually happened. It's what he was imagining would happen. Mm-hmm. These were his plans, how a plan uh, plays out in Walter White's head. Right. So, first place he goes, and with one small exception. And that he's dying as as this dream's happening in his head or right. whatever. So, um, his first stop is Gretchen and Elliot's house, right? Mm-hmm, the Schwartz's. The Schwartz. Um, they're super famous. Mm-hmm. Super rich. Mm-hmm. They were on Charlie Rose. Right. Just a couple of days before, right? And uh, he uh, he's just sitting out there in their garden or whatever, and he uh, gets waiting. in and he follows them in. Mm-hmm. They don't lock the door behind them. Even they though lock- they have an elaborate uh, alarm system, they don't lock the door behind sure. them. Sure. Um, they don't have, like, motion sensors out there that would uh, yeah, people, trip I mean, an alarm. Yeah, normal and people is- have, like, motion lights. And here and these these things that I'm saying are the things that made me feel a little like eh, they're kind of half-assing it, cutting corners in this episode, and why this theory kind of makes sense to me because otherwise this show's all about process, right? This yeah. is all about the method by which Walt does things, and it's about like the nuts and bolts. Like mm-hmm. it's never anything just happened, and it was like. Oh, yeah, he probably sweet-talked that person or snuck by. It's like you always you see, see every part, and things come back. And it might be improbable, but there's still something. Right. Um, and he goes, and then uh, he goes, and, and it's just wandering around their house while they're having their yuppie conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing, which I haven't been able to see. I don't have a good HD copy of this. Mm-hmm. But he's looking at the pictures, and he had a previous romantic relationship with Gretchen, right? Right. And if you don't watch this show, or, or <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't know why you're listening to this. Uh, but he picks up a picture, and he's looking at a picture, and supposedly mm-hmm. that's a picture of him and Gretchen, right, from their like dating days. Yeah, which would be a weird thing for. An unbelievable thing yeah. for them to have. I don't think for them uh, to have out on there with all their other pictures of you know them as a married couple. Right. For them to have her uh ex boyfriend from like twenty five years ago. Who she has been telling everybody who will listen, I have no um connection relationship with connection man. with him in any way. We haven't known him. Yeah, it's him like in, hurting their stock price in the yeah, story, Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, if somebody, if a reporter were to come in there and see that picture, that, that'd be... Uh, yeah. So, like, it'd be a liability for them. And also, like, she hates him so much. When she sees him, she hates him so much. Yeah. Um, especially because she hated him from when she went and talked to Skylar... Mm-hmm. Because Skylar thought he was having an affair with her, remember yeah, that? Yeah. And so she Well on the last time Walt saw her, he told her to go fuck herself. Yeah. That was their 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 F word for the season. Yeah. So anyway I just use ours. Yeah. <laughs> we were gonna make this a uh, clean podcast, Tom. Uh so anyway, there's that thing, that unbelievable thing that like would have happened in his imagination. Though. Yeah, that that she still would have held a candle for him or whatever. The way he speaks mm-hmm. is just the way Mike speaks. The way he walks around. Yeah. He's like, 
I think he, I think the character of Walt in some way admired Mike. Oh, definitely, yeah. And I think he's like, I'd walk in there like Mike, and mm-hmm. this is exactly what I'd do. It, you can totally see it when Elliot has the little knife, and he goes, Elliot, yeah. we're going to go that route. You're going to need a bigger knife. Like, that is exactly Mike. Yeah, right Mike's That's, had so many just, like, tired, like, yeah. you don't want to do it this way. Um, oh, by the way, I think Brian Cranston was the only guy who was in on this, by the way. Oh, you think like, like, uh, Vince Gilligan told Brian Cranston, like, this is your dream. Yeah. But uh, I'm not telling anybody else, right. but this is how I want you to play it. Right. Okay. Um, he does that thing with the laser pointers, Badger and Skinny Pete. Two episodes ago, dude didn't know Badger and Skinny Pete's name. Yeah. But somehow he got in contact with them, even though he's a wanted man. Oh, by the way, he drove all the way from New Hampshire to New Mexico, Mm. um, talking to waitresses and and without anybody catching on. And it's a big enough story that they have the founders of Grey Matter on Charlie Rose to talk about him. Um, And you don't see Vermont plates around that. You know, it's a very small state. Right. If you were in... In uh, you know Ohio and saw Vermont plates, yeah, it would arouse suspicion. Exactly, it wouldn't arouse suspicion, but it'd be tough for him. Um, he I, finds Badger and Skinny Pete, right? Um, and he has them, uh, kind of just execute his plan, but they act the exact same way. Like, I think it was weird when I turned to people. I was like, "This is like a weird episode, right? This feels weird." I think it feels like a dream sequence. Not a dream sequence, but like I feel like the acting is a little stilted mm-hmm. and the dialogue isn't as great. And I apologies if that isn't their intention. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know how many other episodes Vince Gilligan has written since the pilot, yeah. but it's got to be he at least writes the finales and stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I think he I think he probably does like a pass on all of that or right. whatever. It just seemed to me that, like, especially that conversation between Skyler and him mm-hmm. seemed pretty, like, dreamlike. And remember the last time they saw each other, they were fight. She was going to stab him with a knife. Mm-hmm. And she lets him go kind of stroke their baby's hair after he kidnapped her. Yeah. Like, four or five months ago. Um, and then just left her at a uh, at a firehouse. Like, yeah. That, no, and, and I mean, he, that's plausible. They'd been married for 20 years or whatever. Who knows? But but she but in reality, you would think she'd still be afraid of him. Right. And uh, yeah, would like have a weapon in the house or would at least lock the doors. Well, and that's the problem here, especially when that's, you know, Marie calls her. But it's already known that like he's out. Yeah, he's the back police would have. They've seen him places. Right. Yeah. And she clearly the police are at Skyler's house, right? Yeah. And she said, you didn't hurt anybody to get in here. You didn't kill anybody. He said, no, I didn't have to. And they even bring it up. Yeah. Right? This show is all about the process, though, right? It wasn't like when they were stealing, when uh, a few seasons ago, Walt and Jesse were stealing the... Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. 
every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Methylene or whatever. Yeah. Um, remember, like, they were going into the compound and then the guy they had to lock the guy in the porta potty or something. Yeah, like, yeah. there was some... Like, it was not just like, oh, out. we broke in and got it. Like, yeah. whenever on this show has it been like, oh, no, I, d- I, I slipped in past the police. Yeah. like, and, and we already know, we see that the police are at Marie's house. Of yeah. course, they'd be at Skylar's house right. already. Um, same thing in the diner. If everybody's on the lookout for Walt, mm-hmm. how is he sitting at that diner table for, for 10 minutes before? Uh, it's a Denny's, Tim. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, it wasn't a Denny's when in that he was one? meeting Landry. When oh, he was meeting yeah, yeah, Todd yeah. and Lydia. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, it's just like I understand. And he looks like he, you know, he's got like the old army jacket on. And he's disheveled, and he's by himself. He hasn't he looks ordered like the anything. Unabomber, yeah, like Marie says. Yeah, uh, he hasn't ordered anything. Like that would attract attention. Mm. People would look at that person and then be like, "Wait a minute, I think that's that person from the news." This is never a show that has been on a time crunch at the end either like they plot this stuff meticulously Mm -hmm. i just don't understand why they wouldn't show like him putting the stevia in the pet the the ricin in the stevia i understand it was a payoff but like but they were also telegraphing that yeah episodes beforehand but then them showing her pouring you know that was to really drive the point home so yeah, you. I feel like they would have normally, in any other episode, had a clever way to show how he got that in there. For a show that never glosses over the details, yeah, this, this, episode's this episode all about... glosses over all those details. And it would be possible, and one could argue that, like, oh, no, that would just take three episodes if they showed everything you wanted them to show. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of the way the, way the show operates. Yeah. Like, it's weird to me that they abandoned that on the last episode. Episode, right? Um, and then the com- the stuff at the compound, like it was really cool. But the odds of everybody of him being able to position that car correctly to get to literally get literally everyone. everybody except for Landry, except for Todd. I call him Landry because of he was Landry on Friday Night Lights, but except for Todd. To get killed by Jesse, mm-hmm. and then so Jesse gets that payoff, and then the leader Jack, the only uh, the other bad guy, only gets uh, uh well, he's mortally wounded, but he yeah. can still talk. Right, the odds of that happening, and like him pulling into the the place, and then being like, oh, oh, okay, or just park here, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like him recognizing that like he would have to park, and like people laying down weird for him in that situation, and also like. And everybody not, in that compound came into the room. And it's not the kind of show where somebody will would freak out like Uncle Jack. And that's not even in his character. 
when he's like, oh, Jesse's your partner. It's not in his character that he'd be like, no. Show him before yeah, we kill him. Exactly. Like, I think that's that. I think this is like a superhero um, story in Walt's mind. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. ever been this way. Even in previous seasons where he did things like blow up uh, Tuco's uh, thing yeah. or whatever, like, or wherever he was. Like, I don't think uh, it was ever that necessarily like, oh, this is this guy's like a superhero. I yeah. think this is, in his mind, how he makes things right. Um, in, and also, how great of an ending would that be? Everybody gets what they want. Because if mm. you disagree with me that this is what happened, or in Norm MacDonald, and you thought it was great, like, awesome. But, like, for someone like me who's cynical, who wanted to see it, like, no, I wanted the hell that he wrought to, like, mm. be laid clear. We had two episodes of that. We had Ozymandias, where everything yeah. went to shit. Hank dies. Well, and the last one, where he's just wasting away in a cabin mm-hmm. while his family is wasting away in the poorhouse. Yeah, yeah. And they, all, and they hate him. Mm. And, like, that's how I believe the the series ends. Yeah. With him dying in a car, destitute well, and alone, and his fan or with you know, however with ten million dollars in the trunk that he wanted to give to his family, um, everybody's lives ruined and like he does not avenge anybody. Well, and that's the other two things. You know, his his plan it seems brilliant to have the Schwartzes give that money. And, you know, he's got the whole, like, you do not pay one dime because you know, he's very proud or whatever. But the Schwartzes, you don't have, uh, you know, everything you know about them, they would have absolutely no idea how to launder $10 million. Yeah. Nor would they want, like, that they would be much more inclined to throw that money in the fireplace and give them $10 million yeah. themselves than for them to be in any way implicated yeah. in this. And tied into that, they—they're billionaires. They wouldn't. They—they they, they gave twenty-eight million dollars just as a PR thing, right? Ten million dollars to save their lives would be. Oh right. yeah, they would just—they would literally just throw that money in the fire. And be like, we don't know how to launder money. We don't want to get involved. We saw what happened to our friend that got involved in this world. It's not worth it. Uh, he'll never know if he'll know if we give the money or not. Uh, or if we go to the authorities, but we're not going to mess with this money. Um, so the idea that they would be able to do anything like that is crazy. But then the idea, too, when when Walt gives uh, Skyler the uh, the lottery ticket and says, use this to, you know, it's where Hank and uh, Steve are, um, use this to negotiate. Gomi, please call him Gomi. <laughs> uh, use this to negotiate, uh, you know, for something. I don't think that would be much to negotiate with. Like that wouldn't get her off. She wouldn't be able to go in there and be like, um, yeah, so my defense is that I wasn't involved in this. I know nothing of it. But um, uh, Walt came and visited me. He got through your lineup. Uh, You don't know about this. uh, And this is the first time you're hearing this. And I know where they're buried now. And I'll tell you in exchange for immunity. They would be like, nope. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Everything about these last episodes, there's no way you can tie this up in a nice package. Because it's always, like what you said, his plan always is successful, but then a little more happens. And he's uh, ultimately, that was the thing. 
uh, at the end of Ozymandias, he calls Skyler and he thinks he's got it all wrapped up. Yeah. He's going to only implicate himself on the phone. Yeah. And it's like, nope. Yeah, it's that not the didn't way work. things work. Like, and like, they don't give up that easily. They're they're going to... They don't care about making her life hell. The other thing about the Schwartzes is that if somebody came to you working on their own and mm-hmm. was like, I gave Hitmen $100,000 to follow you around for years. Yeah, you'd be like, I don't think so. Or you did, and then you die. They don't Why care. would yeah. they do that if yeah. they're criminals? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the other, like, not... But there, there's, like, all these loose... Every, everybody's been saying, like... Oh, this was great. It tied up every loose end. No, it didn't. If the one thing this show teaches you is that even when you There's think you've tied up in a, a loose end, you haven't. Yeah. That just sets off another chain reaction of other loose ends. Yeah. You like untie other things to tie off that loose end. Yeah. And yeah, then, that's what the whole show's about. Yeah. And and uh, and that's that that show uh would have been one episode long if it weren't for that. Yeah. Because pretty much like it, it, if not the first episode, it's like the first couple of episodes, like he makes enough money that he wanted to, to leave to his family. Like he achieves that goal very quickly, but then the whole show is about, well, it's not that easy. Right. And that's, and that's, that's the that's fucking a, thing about the show. It's not that easy. Yeah. Whatever that's Walt why thinks, people don't do this. Whatever Walt's plans are, it's not that easy. And so in this episode, everything is that easy. Yeah. And that's why I'm pretty convinced those were just Walt's plans. I don't even yeah. think it was a dream sequence. I think it was like him thinking through his plan. Yeah. Like and, imagine if and and it starts with imagine if I just put down the visor and check for the keys, which anyone from any movie who's watched a movie knows that that's the first thing you do. Yeah. Even though nobody in real life ever puts their <laughs> keys above the visor, that's the first thing you you check in movies. And that song that he listens to in the car that he finds the tape of. Yeah. Um, what's the name of it? El Paso? Yeah. Um, and, he, and he, you know, does the Fonz move to knock the uh, the snow off the window. Right. But the words of that song. Yeah. A bullet a, might find me tomorrow. But it is about a man who gets shot. Yeah. And as he's dying, is hallucinating about this girl, Felina, about how he went and avenged her. Ah. And that's the name of the episode, Felina. Yeah. I don't think it's any coincidence that, like, that's what that song's about, and that's the title of this episode. Yeah. So anyway, I think... But they're not going to spell it out for you. I think it's a brilliant way to kind of make everybody happy. Yeah. Because the people that are, like, who wanted to see every loose end tied up, and I would argue those people... No, I'm not going to be condescending because screw that. Like, everybody gets what they want to out of things. But, like, for me, it would be like, I don't think this should have every loose end tied up because that's not what the show is about. Mm -hmm. In fact, the show is about the exact opposite of that, right? Yeah. Um, I think this allows them to be coy. And I think... uh, Vince Gilligan will never come out and say it because that would just ruin it. Yeah. Go, oh, it, it was the same thing. It's like I think he learned his lesson from the Lost showrunners yeah. who were like, "Listen, it's not purgatory." And then it kind of oh, Lost spoiler. Yeah. It kind of was purgatory, but not really. They talked. It too was much. only purgatory at the very end, even though everybody guessed the whole show was purgatory. Right. But 
I don't know. I yeah, think they, I think they, Vince Gilligan is just like, yeah, no, it's really cool, right? Yeah, and like he's not, like he's not coming out and being like, look deeper, because yeah. everybody was happy with it, right? And people right. like me who were like, everything happened a little too easy, and then I thought about it and I read about it a little more. I was like, oh, that's brilliant that everything happened too easily. Yeah, and now I get to feel superior to people who liked <laughs> that. <laughs> Well, I mean, anything good, uh, you know, artistic, there, there are different ways to interpret it. And, uh, and I think even, even, I would say not even that Vince Gilligan wouldn't say that, that maybe even to him, he's not sure that, that that's like an option to him. And I could see him still saying, play this out. Like this is Walt's dream or, you know, this is everything goes to Walt's plans and it it being ambiguous to kind of everyone like, you know, because that's another satisfying ending. Like the idea that the show about not being able to tie up loose ends, that there's always more loose ends. Every loose end finally got tied up. Well, the thing you could you could think is say he finally admitted Oh, that he, he finally did it stopped. He liked it. He's yeah. probably he finally stopped lying to everybody, including himself. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he did that, he was able to redeem himself. Yeah, that's fine too, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and that would make this all reality based. And it was mm-hmm. like, as soon as he dropped the high, he was pretending when he was original Walter White. He had this Heisenberg. underlying kind of uh, pride and like felt screwed and like all this angst. And then Heisenberg was like. Uh, Alter ego, and it was did. like, uh, oh, I'm doing this for the good of my family. And then, as soon as he saw that stuff happening, um, on Charlie Rose, that was like another transformation to mm-hmm. him being like, nah, I just got to be honest with myself. Yeah, here's what like, no, I'm mad about the meth, I was doing this for myself. Uh-huh. Um, and I actually do want to help my family, and uh, like, and that allowed him to redeem himself. Well, and you could also, yeah, you could you could interpret it as that was what was whole. You know, he's he's always portrayed as a genius. His hubris was was holding him back. Yeah, and like once that stopped, and once he fully embraced this, yeah, that's when you know the the inner Lex Luthor or whatever was able to successfully uh, completely execute a plan with with no loose ends and and everything's tied up. So you're not on board with this Norm Macdonald theory, right? Uh, I'm not out. against it. The only the only problem I have with it is that, uh, and again, it's like a nitpicky thing. Okay, that how would he know what Jesse's situation was? All right, here's uh, <laughs> all right. Well, here's the big thing. Here's the the one that they. Well, there here's the the things that people said to Norm Macdonald. But, I asked Norm Macdonald to be on the show. <laughs> Uh, for some reason, he declined. <laughs> to be honest, he didn't even respond. Wow. Rude. Yeah, very um, rude. Number one, he wouldn't know that Jesse was in there. Yeah. His argument is that he deduced that Because from, the blue meth still being... Yeah, and like... Like, they didn't Everything happens him. on this yeah. show for a reason, right? And the fact that they mentioned that the blue meth was still out there. That was news to him when he heard that on Charlie Rose. Yeah. And he yeah, knows true. that the only other person that can make that is Jesse. And he also knows that the Nazis <laughs> would not make him an equal partner, nor would he allow himself to be an equal partner with the Nazis. Like, 
Yeah. Knowing both Uncle Jack and Jesse. And before Jesse, even that, he, he would have deduced, yeah, you know what? Uh, one type of person I can't take for their word would be neo-Nazis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe they didn't keep their word about killing Jesse. Right. So, I mean, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. The other thing regarding Jesse was they had that um, dream sequence where Jesse is cooking. Mm-hmm. and But first, he's uh, dreaming about that box that he made that he yeah. talked about in uh, when he was back in therapy in, like, season three. Yeah, and I saw some—it it was some critic where they were like— and it kind of got me uh, mad because they didn't— um, they didn't catch that reference and they were like it was the the symbolism was he was making a tiny coffin it's like yeah, no, 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 no 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 he yeah. talked it it was like yeah. a it wasn't a big thing but it was an important character thing when he talked about making this perfect box right um so yeah no uh but the other thing is he never like Walt wasn't there when he saw that and Walt wouldn't know that he was chained to that dog run doing that right yeah, but that like that I would forgive because you wouldn't have a dream sequence where it's like, oh, the layout was different. Like y- y- you have to give if if you're going to believe that kind of thing. Well, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> this is Norm Macdonald's explanation for it. And I think that it actually explains it a little better. Um, he says, slyly, Gilligan, Vince Gilligan, mm-hmm. side... Not Gilligan from no, Gilligan. No, he, but he, but he would not be capable of producing no, such an intricate television show. Yeah, no, he'd bungle this thing from episode yeah. one, let me tell you. Uh, slyly, Villigan, uh, Gilligan uh, sidesteps Walt's dying thoughts for a moment in order to show us something. First, a soft-focused shot of a happy Jesse with his wood thing... <laughs> then the jarring image of Jesse in a gothic nightmare. This was Gilligan giving us a clue as to where a mind's man, uh, where a man's mind, can travel in order to escape the inescapable death he has created for himself. That's true. So it's just like while Waltz lasts for this entire episode, a dying man's uh, thoughts, he just breaks in and shows us Jesse's dying man's thoughts yeah yeah which um, they've never showed before they've never had like right i i don't i can't think of any time they've had like a fantasy sequence nah. in the show so and then the third thing people say mm-hmm. is that makes the flash forwards at the beginning of season five and part one and the beginning of season five part two parts of walt's dream yeah I'd i'm fine that. with yeah. that Oh, and then number four, how would Walt know about... And this is the one that most, I think, pokes the hole in the theory. Okay. How would Walt know... Skylar says to Walt, three three masked men came in and threatened Holly. And he never knew that. Right. Norm MacDonald's uh, explanation for it... I never thought I'd be citing him in (laughs) an even semi-scholarly fashion, (laughs) Uh but here we are, Um, is that... No, that's another situation where, how did those guys get in there? The cops were stationed outside her house. That was Walt's... Oh, imagination. Imagination earlier. Mm -hmm. Like, in that episode, you're seeing that. Which, there's kind of no precedent for that. Like, Yeah. um, 
But if that's the only thing, I think that can kind of be explained away. And now there are other things coming in that, like, in certain scenes you can hear the same wind that is in the car that you hear. Like, oh. in that first scene, uh-huh. you can also hear that wind uh, faintly um, in Skyler's scene. I think as this theory gets more legs and goes out there... People will find stuff. I think you'll find some stuff. I'm sure there'll be, like, visual clues and, like, uh, some stuff. And if so, that is fucking amazing, right? That would be awesome if it actually, like, unfolded to the point where, like... Like, look, everything's there. Yeah, everything. Not, like, last scene in The Sopranos where everything's there, but unless you have... Um, like a film studies master's <laughs> degree, you won't get it. Like, I think enough close watching and the power of the internet will like kind of turn the tide. And if this does have legs, I think like over time, more and more people will come to this and like be like, "Oh yeah, I think that's what it was." And like that would be awesome for everybody to love it pretty much mm-hmm. without reservation um, when it first airs, and then also have their feelings and theories about it evolve over time and they still like it Mm -hmm. that would be the coolest thing and like that's something like only this show could pull off i think well and if any show is going to do it this one would be able and it's still not a bad ending because or like a bad uh ending for all the other characters because you know marie even says to walt like why don't you just kill yourself Mm -hmm. because that really is the solution to most of the problems if walt were dead and you have to believe, like... Then everybody if, could just if, move on. Yeah, if Walt's dead, the DA's probably not going to go after Skyler anymore. You know, they're just going to, like, drop the case because it's... Everybody's got closure. There, yeah, there's nobody to go find. Walt Jr.'s not worried about his dad out there in the wilderness. Yeah. Or is he going to come find me? Yeah. Um, Jesse's screwed either way. <laughs> and also, if Jesse gets away, if that was reality and Jesse yeah. got away... That guy's that guy's garbage for the rest of his life. Well, and there's no redeeming this guy. No, and that and they've shown over and over, like you know, he's the heart of the show, but he's deeply flawed. Like yeah. you know, he relapses. He's he's pressured and easily fooled into doing things over and over again. When he's driving away, like. Yeah, you hope like he's gonna drive to Alaska and start a new life, but like, but what do you, do you He's got you no do money. He's yeah. got no skills. Like, he's probably gonna fall back into. But uh, hey, no, he's got one skill. He's really good at making crystal meth. Yeah, and uh, where did Robin Williams have his alcohol relapse, Tom? Alaska. Is that true? It's true. He <laughs> talked about it on the Daily Show last week. <laughs> um. Yeah, and and yeah, if you were in Alaska, yeah, you would get the idea like, let me see if we get crystal meth, because they do crystal meth like crazy in Alaska, because yeah. uh, there's, you know, nothing else to do. And, uh, you know, maybe it'd be safer there, because you wouldn't be so close to the Mexican gangs that are, you know, insane and, uh, you know, just murder anyone. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you get the idea like, ah, this guy's screwed whether he's saved or not. I think the point of the show is that Walt Marie's is a happy cancer. that Walt's dead. Yeah, but uh, Hank's still dead. That yeah, doesn't bring Hank doesn't, back. Yeah. Everybody's screwed. Everybody sucks, but, like, life would be better without, yeah, without Walt because he was a cancer top. Yeah. Um, I think we're good, right? Yeah. So, overall, Breaking Bad as a series. F minus. Two out of three stars. <laughs> 
Um, I can't believe uh, you guys listened this far. If you did, actually, no. That was that was. Here's the it thing. I wanted to get this out because, like, I feel like nobody is actually talking about this other than Norm Macdonald on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and I think it's got legs. Um, if you disagree or if you uh, uh, have any other qualms about it or theories or ideas, email us for now. We'll just use uh, the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. A quick note about this show. Um, if you listen to our other show, The Complete Guide to Everything, it's a comedy podcast um, that we do weekly um, for the people that don't listen. But if you do listen, this is something that we wanted to go in-depth and like not try to do stupid one-liners or s- something every two minutes. Yeah. Um, more we want to make something boring. Yeah. So uh, I hope you liked it. Uh, if you do like it, tell tell your other friends about it. Have them subscribe. Leave a comment. Uh, we're going to do more like... Uh, Music, movie, TV show stuff yeah. on this. Um, just stuff that we'd mostly talk about at the bar otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, hope you like it. And uh, this will evolve. Um, this one went way longer than we had expected. Yeah. Um, it was fun. A yeah. good time was had by all. Tom, Yeah, I really enjoyed spending this time with you. I thought that this whole thing was uh, my dream sequence while I was dying. That's how... That's how happy I was about That's it. The nicest thing this, you've ever said my, to me. My, the, the fantasy that would play out in my head. I mean, if I were dying in my last breath. The perfect podcast. All, right. All the loose ends were tied up. See Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.